Hello and welcome to the Jesus Heals podcast. My name is Sister Andrew Marie and I am happy to be with you again. Now I want to make a little, um, I guess, announcement or not even an announcement, but just a a word <laughs> as we begin this episode. There's been a couple weeks between the last episode and this episode and what I've learned from that, because I'm new to to this kind of type of sharing or podcast making or whatever. I was on retreat and I prayed for all of you and I thought ahead and made the last episode before I went on retreat so and scheduled it and it, it worked, which was really great. It posted on time and I didn't think I should have probably also made an episode for the week after I got back from retreat because after we make retreat, we end up having to catch up on things we missed during retreat. <laughs> so that's what happened, and now I know for next time, so that'll be good. But I've been praying for all of you, and I had a beautiful retreat with Jesus for eight days, and yeah, entrusted you all to him. And this month, I'm really excited. The month of June is is just a, a great time. So many things happen, and one of those things is we, we celebrate the Sacred Heart of Jesus. So it's actually the whole month of June is dedicated in the church to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, but also the feast day of the Sacred Heart of Jesus happens in in June. <clears throat> and when I'm recording this, it's actually the day after the Feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, and today is the Feast of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And I want to propose or just offer that it's in the heart of Jesus that we find our healing. It's when our heart, when my heart, can be united with his, that everything kind of comes together, that things make sense, that there's peace, that there's joy, that there's rest and refuge found when my heart can be united with his. And, you know, it might seem weird, you know, to just focus on the heart, but the heart is the center of the person. And there's a quote from the Catechism, the Catechism of the Catholic Church, that I want to share with you as well. And the quote is, it's from Catechism number 2583. <clears throat> the Catechism says, The heart is our hidden center, beyond the grasp of our reason and of others. Only the Spirit of God can fathom the human heart and know it fully. The heart is the place of decision. It is a place, it is the place of truth, where we choose life or death. It is the place of encounter, because as image of God, we live in relation. It is the place of covenant. And there's a lot in that quote. You could probably give a whole talk or whatever, a whole retreat even on different lines of that quote. But the heart is our hidden center, and it's the place of covenant. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I get the word covenant kind of confused with a contract. And a contract is basically just like an exchange of goods or services, right? Like, I pay you this much, and you do this service for me, and then it's over. Like, I pay the mechanic to fix my car. 
he does the job, I pay him, and then I don't have an ongoing relationship with the car mechanic, unless it's like my dad or it's your husband or somebody, you know, that you know. But a covenant is like, is a relationship of persons. It's an exchange of persons, an exchange of hearts, and it connects us to one another. So marriage is a covenant, like you're connected to your spouse. You've made a covenant with your spouse. Myself as a consecrated person, I've made a covenant with God in my consecration of religious life. So it's much deeper than just a, I'll give you this, you give me this, and then we're done with it. It's something much deeper and it's in the heart. <clears throat> the heart is the place of covenant. The heart isn't the place of contracts and obligations like that. So, and we know even just biologically, right, scientifically, it's the heart that keeps us alive. I mean, if our heart were to stop, <laughs> that would kind of be it, right? It's, it's the center of the person. And also, maybe when you think of a heart, you think of Valentine's Day or like, you know, candy in the shape of a heart or whatever. But those things are in the shape of hearts because it's, it's expressing love. And the image of a heart, I mean, we see the image of a heart, we think of love or whatever. And even, even to go a little deeper than that, in regards to what, what the heart signifies even in our culture, but often I know when I hear of a sadness in somebody's life or a tragedy, something that's, that's really, um, something that touches me deeply, often the first kind of thought that comes to me is like my heart goes out to them. It's not even like my mind goes out to them or my thoughts go out to them. Yeah, my thoughts go to them and my prayers go to them, but like my heart goes out to them. My heart hurts for them. And it's kind of just understood that it's something deep there. Like you've touched my heart. And then we have Jesus' heart. So we have the sacred heart of Jesus. And when you first look at an image of the Sacred Heart, if you haven't looked at one, you can Google it. Just Google Sacred Heart of Jesus and images will come up. <clears throat> but it's it's not the kind of heart you see on a valentine <laughs> or, uh, you know, something that evokes like lovey, sweet feelings. Often the the image of the Sacred Heart has a crown of thorns around it and has a wound in, on the side of it, like a deep cut where blood is coming out. And then it usually has flames on the top of it and a cross. But to have it be surrounded by a crown of thorns, that's not pleasant. <laughs> and to have the wound on its side that's pierced by a lance is definitely not something that makes us want to go toward it. And it doesn't right away make me think of what society says love is. But really, it's the deepest kind of love. And it's in his heart that I've found healing. And it's in his heart that I want to tell each of you, you can find healing in his heart. Hope and healing are found in the heart of Jesus. And I found this quote a while ago, and I wrote it in my journal, and 
it was from a priest, I, I think it was from his homily. And Father says, Jesus allowed his side to be pierced and his heart to be opened to show us that we each have a place there to take refuge and rest. So this is alluding to the crucifixion. You know, at, at the time when Jesus was crucified, his side was pierced by a soldier's lance. And that's when the wound in his heart was, was made. And it's in that moment, Jesus allowing that action to happen, allowing that woundedness so that we have a place to take refuge and rest. So that quote also made me think of, there's a prayer called the Anima Christi, which means soul of Christ. And that, that prayer, there's a line in it that says, within your wounds, hide me. So we're talking to Jesus and we're praying, Jesus, within your wounds, hide me. And we know the wounds of Jesus. We know that he was wounded in his hands, his feet, his head with the crown of thorns, and wounded in his side. But when I pray this line, within your wounds hide me, I think of the wound in his heart. And I think that's where I want to be. I want to be hidden in Jesus' heart. And sometimes I turn away from his heart. But I know and I can speak the truth in saying I have found healing in going to his heart and bringing my broken heart, my wounded heart, to his. And to putting myself in his heart. So it's a place where we can find refuge and rest, as Father said in his homily. So I just invite you this month, this whole month is dedicated to the Sacred Heart, the whole month of June. And even if you're listening to this after June, <laughs> the the devotion to the Sacred Heart is, is a very strong one. You can find lots of things written about it. You can just meditate on an image of it. But just whatever hurts you have, whatever wounds you have, even if you're not totally aware of them, but you know something, something's just off, something isn't right, bring it to the heart of Jesus and put yourself or put your hurts or pains, put them in his, in his wounded heart and find refuge there and let him give you his peace. Or even just knowing his heart was wounded too. If we have things in our life that have really hurt us, hurt us deeply, right? We all have different things. And maybe you're not ready to put them, to give them to Jesus yet. Maybe you're not ready to put them in his heart. But you can sit with him and sit with his heart and know that he suffered too. And he understands what it means to have our heart hurt. He understands. And so does our Blessed Mother. And with the Immaculate Heart of Mary, in, in Scripture at a certain point, it, there's a prophecy and it says, you know, 
that her her heart will be pierced by a sword. And often the images of the sorrowful mother, her heart is pierced by, by swords and the sorrows of, of her life, of seeing Jesus crucified, of all of those things. So Mary understands too. So it seems maybe in our society, we would say somebody is weak if they show how they've been hurt, right? We don't want to show how we've been hurt. We have to be strong. At least that's what I was taught. So I don't know if that resonates with any of you all. But Jesus shows us his heart and Mary shows us her heart so that we can unite our hearts with theirs and know that we're not alone. We are never alone. You are never alone. And whatever suffering you have, even if you think it's different kinds of suffering, that's okay. It's suffering. <laughs> and Jesus knows and Mary knows and you can go to them and be with them. And when you're ready, entrust what's on your heart to their hearts. And I can speak from my own experience that Jesus gives you peace and refuge and rest. And so I want to end and just pray part of, there's a prayer called the Litany to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And there's a lot of lines to it. You know, it's a, it's a longer prayer, but I'm just going to pray parts of it. And a litany just has like a back and forth kind of feel to it. So usually there's a leader and then you respond, but I'll just pray all of it. But I encourage you in whatever, whatever you're carrying right now to entrust it to the heart of Jesus. And if you have time, I, I would encourage to pray the litany of the sacred litany to the sacred heart of Jesus. And even the anima Christi prayer, I can put links to both of those in the show notes so you can find them. So let's pray. And as we start this prayer, we take a moment to think of whatever we're carrying right now, whatever pain or sorrow or trouble that we're carrying or someone else in our life might be carrying, and we bring that before Jesus. And we see his sacred heart and we know that he sees us in our suffering and he has a place for us in his heart. So we pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Heart of Jesus, tabernacle of the Most High, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, burning furnace of charity, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, full of goodness and love, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, abyss of all virtues, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, most worthy of all praise, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, whose fullness we have all received, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, patient and most merciful, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, bruised for our offenses, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, pierced with a lance, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, our life and resurrection, have mercy on us. 
heart of Jesus, our peace and our reconciliation, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, victim for our sins, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, salvation of those who trust in you, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, delight of all the saints, have mercy on us. Jesus, we ask you in this moment to take whatever we want to offer you at this time, whatever suffering we have, whatever sorrow, and to place it in your heart and in our own hearts to renew our covenant with you, to renew the truth that we are your sons and daughters and we have a place in your heart. And we announce the truth that we are never alone and that your heart is always beating for us. We pray for each other and we entrust all of things, all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and feel free to share it with whoever might be interested. And if you have any suggestions for how I could make it better, please let me know, write in a comment or whatever, however that works. And until next time, know that I am praying for you and that my hope is that we can all find healing and greater trust in the heart of Jesus. God bless you.